Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I called the Fertitta brothers and I said, I think the UFC's in trouble right now, and I think we can buy it, and I think we should. Within two months, we own the UFC for uh, $2 million. And are you allowed to say what it's worth now? Well, we sold it in uh, 2016 for $4 billion. Jesus Christ. Hi, welcome back to Just Be With Me, Bethany Frankel. So I was telling my boyfriend, Paul, the other day how like trashy is very in now. Just like being slutty, talking about dick, that you want dick, that you haven't had enough dick lately. I think Samantha on Sex and the City started this whole thing where it was liberation in sexuality, which I get because it's so many, I get it. Like the men have been the players and the men talk about their conquests and sex. So why can't women? And I totally, totally get it. So I was talking to Paul about this, how particularly on TV, it really, uh, it sells. Sex sells, it always has, but like in another, not to another level. And we were talking about sex and songs and Paul was talking about pour some sugar on me, which I mean, I guess when I was a kid and even now, whoever thought about the the lyrics, you know, the ma- I've got the magic stick. I mean, I'm sure we know what that's about. And 
all these other sort of metaphors. So I get it also. And um, maybe that's for me where the line is. So he says to me, do you know this song, WAP or WAP? WAP? I don't know. So I said, what is that? He said, it stands for wet ass pussy. I said, what? He said, it's the broken records. It's the number one album on blah, blah, blah. And it's Cardi B and it's, I go, excuse me? So he says, wet ass pussy is the title. So I'm just like, oh my. You know, all of a sudden I have an apron on. I'm, I'm, my son is Leave It to Beaver. Like I was just like, ooh, oh, okay. So then he plays me the lyrics, which I happen to have here. And wet, wet ass pussy is said 50 times in the song if it's said one. Like it's, we, do, we didn't just double down on it. We didn't just name the song it. We're just talking about the wet ass pussy ad nauseum. By the way, it's a good song. And like, it seems written really well. I don't know everything about that, but it feels like it. And Megan, the stallion is really good in it. Like she's great. But there's a background that says there's some whores in this house. So whores are good, I guess. So now I thought whores was a derogatory comment. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Uh... The N-word is used, spit in my mouth, take a dive in this, in this pussy. Okay, very graphic. Again, I know you feel like I'm running a church group. I'm not. Park your Mack truck in my tiny garage. Okay. I do not think she has a tiny garage, by the way. I'd like to mention, given the nature of this song and the graphic detail... I think she has at least a two or three car garage. I just don't, I mean, any person who says that their vagina smells like peaches likely doesn't have a vagina that smells like peaches. And any girl who says it's a tiny garage probably could park an 18-wheeler in their garage. You can also swipe your credit card on it, which seems like that would be helpful. How wet does a pussy need to be? I just want to know, like... Do you need, like, a lifeguard for it? Do we need to be putting on floaties, a life vest? I, You know, I just, it seems like you need to be wearing rain boots and have a slicker, and maybe I just don't relate. My song would be White Ass Pussy. You have to write about what you know. I just didn't know that it all needed to be that wet and that you needed to be able to park a fucking Mack truck in it. So I think you get the picture. So anyway... I'm thinking, now everybody's going to go to the same thing I'm thinking. I'm thinking about my daughter. I'm thinking about TikTok. She's definitely going to hear this. Like, it's a lot. I understand freedom of speech, or I did before I heard this song. Um, And I'm just thinking, is there a line? Like, is the next album about anal sex? Like, and in graphic detail? Is there a line? Is there not a line? I, You know, I'm not young. You know, I'm in my late 40s. So am I old-fashioned? I can't believe I'm old-fashioned, but I think I might be. By the way, if I weren't talking about this song and I talked about this with my assistant, she could probably sue me for sexual harassment. What have I just said to her when she came in? What do you think about a dick in the back of my throat on that dangly thing? (laughs) That's what I, that was my goal for this weekend. But second of all, I don't like when men speak like that. Like in my life, we haven't liked that men have been players. We haven't liked that men called women sluts because they get to be called players and we haven't liked it. So that doesn't mean that now we're going to like being called a whore. It's still not something you want, I would want my daughter to hear or to be. So I don't, that's the thing that's confusing to me. I don't want my daughter when she's Cardi B's age to talk about her wet ass pussy. Maybe I'm more conservative than people would believe. I just, I'm not, I'm not, 
I respect her as a, as an artist, and I like that she is hysterical and says whatever she wants to say. And she's got huge, huge pop culture power, and she's you know great dance music and really talented artist. And I get the point. It's like shock value to say it's freedom of speech and empowering. But like, I I don't know why that's empowering. All right. So let me know what you think on that. Is there a line to women talking about sex the way men do? Do you think it's empowering? Let me know your thoughts at Just Be With Bethany. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, now I'm going to move on to something totally different, my conversation with Dana White. Today I'm speaking with Dana White, the president of the UFC, a.k.a. the Ultimate Fighting Championship. He's completely transformed the world of fighting. He is a brilliant businessman. He started out as a middle-class Boston boy, and now he's a mixed martial arts, a.k.a. MMA mogul leading the industry. He has a pretty incredible story of how he built the UFC into what it is today. And we get into his very honest thoughts about the media. And my whole staff is scared of him. He's a gangster. He's a boss. And we share a mantra. So let's get into it with Dana White. Hi, Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? Thank you for being here. I'm happy to be here. I'm awesome. Yeah, thanks. Congrats. Congrats to you and all your success. Well, thank you. And right back at you. And we're very close in age. So there may be some similarities as to when we achieved success. And, you know, we have just similar cultural references. And we came up around the same time. I went to BU. I know you're from Boston. Yep, yep. We we grew up in Massachusetts. And uh, we eventually left Massachusetts and went to Vegas when I was about 10. Oh, okay. Because you don't have a Boston accent. I got like a hybrid accent. People from Boston think I have an accent and people from Vegas think I have an accent. So I'm fucked. I'm in the middle somewhere. Is there a Vegas accent? I guess so. According to Boston people, there is. <laughs> really? I wonder what that Vegas yeah. a- what the Nevada accent is. I've never thought of that. Uh, okay. So you're the president of the UFC, the largest MMA organization in the world. I mean, the fact that you can say that and that you are such a success story, started from the bottom, now you're here, is unbelievable. But I'm sure you've had an interesting past to bring you to this point. So how did you grow up? How would you explain your upbringing? And did you come from nothing? Did you come from any means? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, we we, we didn't have a lot of money. I had a single mom. And, uh, you know, my mom worked hard and did everything she could for us. But uh, no, we we didn't grow up with a lot. It's like, when I turned 16, I didn't get a car. I went to a private school. I don't even know how she pulled that off, but you know, I'd go to school and kids had all the cool clothes. I had like the, you know, they'd have polo and I'd have some fucking guy with a flag or on a horse, you know, the, the, <laughs> the fake, fake polo shirt. And no, we didn't grow up with money, but I didn't grow up. I wouldn't say I grew up dirt poor either. But do you know what it feels like to feel broke? 100%. Yeah, I was, I was definitely broke. You know, when I was 18, 19 years old, I worked at the Boston Harbor Hotel. I made good money. I made tips. You know, I, I supported myself, hated it. Walked out the door one day and said, I'm going to be in the fight business. Went out and uh, sought this kid. His name was Peter Welsh. He's a fight legend in Boston. I went and found him and said, I know this sounds weird, but 
I want to work under you and I want to learn everything about the fight business. Crazy enough, he took me in, taught me everything. And uh, from there, you know, I started training people. and You were training them. Yeah, I was training people. You were a boxing trainer. Wow. Boxing. No, at that time it was boxing. Yeah. Okay. Started training people when I came back to Vegas. I actually started training here, built gyms. And right when we bought the UFC, I had three gyms here in Las Vegas. I, I wasn't rich by any means, but I was doing well. You were making a living. Yeah, exactly. So you started off with boxing, but you navigated your way into mixed martial arts. And I mean, you've pretty much created that sector of the world. This is a new category. This is a new industry that you've created, a new, you know, a new niche. Yeah, you're very right. Where did that start or how did that happen? So I'll start, I'll start actually in 1995, I came back to Las Vegas and I went to a, a wedding of a buddy of mine that I grew up with in high school named Adam Corrigan. And at his wedding, I bumped into the, the Fertitta brothers. Uh, they own station casinos here in Las Vegas, which is like the fourth largest gaming company in the country. Okay. And Lorenzo Fertitta had just gotten on the athletic commission and, you know, he heard that I was training people here boxing. He's like, I just got on the athletic commission. I want to work out with you. So we started training together and that was in uh, 95 or 96. And he and I have been together ever since. Okay. In 1998, me and his brother Frank were out one night at the Hard Rock in Las Vegas. And we saw this, this ultimate fighting guy. His name was John Lewis. And at that time, he had the only Brazilian jiu-jitsu school in Las Vegas. And Frank and I always wanted to train jiu-jitsu. So we approached him, we talked to him, and the following Monday, we started training with him, Frank, Lorenzo, and I. We became obsessed with, with jiu-jitsu. And through him, we started to meet some of the fighters that were in the UFC, and we were blown away by how smart they were and their backstories. Most of these guys went to college. Wow. Yeah, that's not the typical sort of stereotype in your mind about fighters. And especially UFC fighters. You know, at that time... There was a stigma attached to the sport that, you know, two men enter the cage, one man leaves. You know, these guys are brutal, vicious, right? Uh, you know, killers. It was the complete opposite. All these guys had come from a martial arts background. They were great guys and, and had great stories and mostly college educated. So it's like an art form versus being like the gladiators who are just killing each other. 100%. So we started to look at this thing and going, God, this, this. This could be big. Are we, are we that crazy that we love this this much and, and the rest of the world wouldn't love this as much as we do? And I started to meet some of the guys and started to manage some of them. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, and a few other guys. And I got into this huge contract battle with the old owner of the UFC over Tito Ortiz's contract. And through that, one day he flipped out on me and said, uh, you know what? There is no more fucking money, all right? There's no money. I don't even know if I have enough money to put on the next pay-per-view. We hung up the phone, and I was like, that is interesting. I called mm -hmm. the Fertitta brothers, and I said, I think the UFC's in trouble right now, and I think we can buy it, and I think we should. Within two months, uh, we own the UFC for uh, $2 million. And are you allowed to say what it's worth now? Well, we sold it in uh 2016 for four billion jesus christ <laughs> that's crazy yeah and you stayed in yeah so the month that we were talking about selling the company the brothers came to me and they were like listen you know 
this is really good for all of us, but you're going to have to stay. Nobody wants to buy this thing unless you stay. And so I, uh, I, I was happy to stay and I'm glad I did. And these, and the Fertitas are in, still in too. The three of you are all in. They just bought it. So they're running it and doing all like, what, what's the difference now in what you're doing than what you were doing before? The only difference is now is that I'm not doing it with them. You know, I'm still doing everything that I do and running the company the way that I want to run the company. But you're still close with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love them. They're my brothers till the day I die. Love them both. And, and they own Station Casinos, so all their focus is there. Well, that's unbelievable. Do you think that you would have been successful no matter what you did? Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that no matter what I did, I would have been successful at it. Okay. I just have the, you know, there are people that were meant to work for themselves and people who aren't. I'm definitely that guy. I knew early on in life that I wasn't meant to work for other people. I was meant to work for myself. But yeah, and I always say that, but, and that does, for people listening, that doesn't mean that someone who's running a, you know, a, a fortune 500 company is not brilliant. And that that's not an, an art in and of itself to work with other people and work in a hierarchy and manage that and delegate and execute. That's its own animal, but it's just different than people like us. It's just two different schools. So true. I say it all the time. I, I Everybody talks about hating Monday. I fucking love Monday. I hate three-day weekends. I hate, you know, I, I can't fucking wait to get back to work, man. I can't wait. I, I like to win. I like to win no matter what it is. I like to win. And, you know, it's about the passion and the drive and, and the desire to win. When I came out, there was this douchebag from the New York Times who was just hammering me. Guy's never covered the sport before in his life, right? But you know what he realized when he wrote a negative story about the UFC and about me? It did really well. So when that happened, he was in. So this guy was just nonstop hammering me for the fact that I was going to try to go through this pandemic. You know, the difference between me and the NBA and the NFL and uh, the PGA and all of them is that they couldn't take the heat from the media. They couldn't right. take it. They still can't take it. I I, li- I, I had to listen to this asshole, uh, you, you know, every week, sometimes two times a week, writing a story. Now, when August ends, at the end of August, I'll have put on 22 events. Not a peep out of this guy. Not mm-hmm. one word. Not, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. You know what? Uh, they did it. You know what? Congrats on them. Nothing just disappears. You have to have the stomach for it. You cannot listen to the critics. Right. I get it. And if, you, if you're running your own business anyway, and or you're running a company, you have to have thick skin. You have to be able to take criticism. You have to be able to mix it up with people. And you have to be able to ignore the morons, the media. Well, someone told me you can't buy into the hate or the love, though. You can't be like, oh, everybody loves me. They think I'm so great and buy into that. Nor can you buy into the hate. It doesn't fucking matter. It just it just sells newspaper and, and clickbait. And, you know, I talk a lot about social media and how you can choose your own adventure and be anybody that you want. And it's not real. Like you can filter yourself. I could give myself triple D's and and, and I have, you know, I look like I'm 23. And I mean, there's there's nothing you can't do. See, now that's that's the other thing. That, that was a big game changer in, in, in business for me was social media. See, I embrace social media and I love it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I, I, I love it all. I, I love the, the haters. I love the people that, uh, you know, are huge fans and come in and tell you. 
I, I love all of it. I, I go back and forth with my fans all the time uh, on social media, you know, good and bad. I give it right back to them, too. I, I got no problem saying, shut the fuck up. It can be used for good. I mean, I've done a lot 100. of amazing relief work with, I mean, $50 million in aid literally worldwide because of social media, if it's used for good or if it's used for a focus group to see what people are saying and how they're talking to each other. But it's become like a real gross place for vitriol. And it's it's not it's not a good situation. You're absolutely right. It sounds like you work really hard and you've always actually worked hard. And I say that because a lot of people, not a lot of people, there are people that have made some money, gotten lucky, and because of things like social media, you know, the younger generation thinks you can yep. take a shortcut. Like, if you are, want to be an entrepreneur and you really have either a good idea or a good service or whatever it is, if you work hard, you're going to be successful. If you work hard and you work smart, because most people do not work hard. You know, isn't it just about old school hard work when you when you get down to it? It's all about that. And, you know, it's funny when I always hear people say, you know what, I want to run my own business. I want to work for myself. So, you know, I can take time off when I want. I can go. I said, are you out of your fucking mind? If that's what you want to do, if that's what you're really looking for, work for somebody else. Because after you work for them for a while, you build up X amount of weeks in vacation time. You get holidays off and all this stuff. When you own your own business, forget about fucking Christmas, birthdays, you know, all these other things. You are married to this business and, and bad shit happens every day that you have to deal with. I It's completely your responsibility. And whatever you think it's going to cost, it's going to cost twice as much. And ho- however stressed out you think you're going to get, it's going to be five times as much. And you get in. Once you get in, it's hard to get out. It's like you're the right. mafia. Once you get in, you got to keep going <laughs> until you make, you know what I mean? It's very hard to get out. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. 
Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So, are people afraid of you? Uh, what kind of people? I mean, aren't you trained in martial arts? Can't you kick, I mean, <laughs> are you, could, can you kick somebody's ass like easily? Well, here, here, here's the thing with me. Um, I'm cool with everybody. And uh, if you want to be friends with me, I'm a really good friend. Uh, I, I consider myself a very, very good friend. But if you want to be enemies, I'm really good at that, too. So oh my God. you get to yeah. pick what you want to be with me. Well, you don't you don't you don't fuck with anybody if they don't fuck with you. It sounds like that's it. Well, I understand that. And I lived an entire life on reality television with that <laughs> as my <laughs> mantra. Do you care what people think about you? I don't care at all. I have a certain group of people and obviously my family. They're the only opinions that matter to me. I, everybody else, I could give a shit. Did you ever care? Uh, yeah, I, I would have to say that at some point early on in your life, you know, you, you do and then you realize it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what other people think. It really doesn't matter. I have three kids and, and, you know, people will talk to me about legacy and all this other shit. That's the only legacy I have. I mean, when it's all over and it's said and done, the only thing I care about is that my kids thought that I was a good father. And, and, uh, you know, my team here at the UFC, I've like 350 employees and, uh, I, I have a pretty incredible relationship with my entire team. Um, the people who are here are brilliant. They work hard. When you know what your strengths are, you, you work with your strengths. And when you know what your weaknesses are, you hire really fucking smart people around you and, and uh, you know, people who can pick up the slack where, where, where you're not that strong. Well, that's great takeaway for people because I think it is important for people to know, yes, to try new things, but to really sort of understand who you are. You can't be who you're not. 100. You know what you're good at. And you know what you're not good at. And you have to be honest with yourself and you have to go out and find the people that can fill in for your weaknesses. How tight is your circle? Like how many friends, you know, are you social? Do you, yeah. what's, what's your circle? Like? You are social? Yeah. I mean, I've got, uh, you know, I, I still hang out with the guys I hung out with when I was 18, 19 years old. So 
listen, I'm not looking for any new fucking friends. I, I'm good. <laughs> Circle is closed. I, yeah. By the way, I, I'm right. Literally, my best friend is from when I was 14. We, I'm not looking for any new friends either. And it sounds terrible, but your people are your people. And that no, makes it, it easy. It's smart. Yeah, you're very black. There ain't no gray in this life. That's what that would be literally be my motto for you. You are <laughs> you very right. black and white. <laughs> that is true. So the biggest part of why I'm doing this podcast is so people listening at home can hear from successful people and take things away to use in their own business endeavors. So what advice or takeaway do you have for someone trying to start a business? So I, I think that people who want to start their own businesses ha- have a lot of misconceptions about, you know, what it really takes and, and, and what you really have to be to, uh, to, to, to do it. I, I first of all, I, I barely graduated high school and I didn't go to college. But where I was super lucky is I always knew what I wanted to do. And I think that's half the battle. Once you know who you are and what you want to mm-hmm. do, it's a lot easier to get out there and, and become successful. You literally just get up every day and work hard at it. Uh, like you said, it's, it's all about hard work. But number two is to run a business isn't like, oh, this is so fun and look at we're running our own business. This world, it's cutthroat. It's dirty. Um, you know, you run into a lot of crazy shit with people and you literally have to get up every day and fight. And then even when you become super successful, people see what you did. And everybody starts trying to knock off what you did, and they're all trying to come. A hundred percent, ten thousand percent. And yeah. now you're fighting these guys off. It just it it never ends. You gotta go harder then, because they see you coming. You are nobody. They see you coming. The stakes are higher. The money's bigger, and it just gets more gangster. So true. The biggest thing uh, that stops people from going out and trying what they want to do is fear, fear of, oh my God, I'll lose this job. And and then how will I pay my bills? And how will I do this? And how will I do that? That's all out the window right now anyway. There's no 401k. Go right. fly, get your fucking, pull, pull the ripcord and go. And the worst, the worst thing that can happen is you fail and you go back to that job anyway. You know, you can get that a, a job like that back in a minute. The worst part is not trying. The worst part is sitting on the sidelines and saying, I, I, I you know, I, I'm too afraid to do it. Don't be afraid. Dive in head first. There's never been a better time than right now. There are seeds being planted right now and it's all going to grow. And we don't exactly know what's growing where, you know what I mean? Yep. We don't know yep. the answers. So yeah, this is going to be a really interesting time that just creativity and business is going to just you know, the boys and the men, the little girls and the women are going to be separated at this time. So what is your title in your home? I run a company with 350 employees. I have uh, 630, 635-something professional ultimate fighters that all work for me and do what I say to do. Yeah. Not many people listen to me at home. At home, really? the ball game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so badass at home. You, who runs the show? Your wife runs the show in the house? Yeah, yeah. She does a good job of, of uh, schedules and where they go, and what they got to do and, and and all that stuff. But but my kids, my, my boys are 17 and 18. And when you uh, they're, actually they're 18 and 19 now, they just had their birthday, 18 and 19. And, and when you, uh, you know, when you have two young men at home, you know, they, they start puffing their chest and challenging, and, you know, they, they, they don't want to listen too much anymore. So I, I don't really... I don't really lean on them as much as I used to when they were younger. And now my daughter's 14. So we're going into a whole nother world with her that I'm going to have to learn about. (laughs) 
Yes, you are. Real quick. And that's yeah. Been, yeah. Have, have the, are she too old for TikTok or is she right in the TikTok uh, world? Oh no, she's TikToking. Yeah, she's trying to get me to she's trying to get me to TikTok with her. And 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 uh and she's like, all, all these other dads do it. I said, yeah, well, this dad ain't dancing with you on on friggin' social media. But I think it'd be, I mean, listen, everyone loves to see like a big burly guy doing yeah, a dance yeah. or sitting at a tea party. So, but I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, it seems like you're doing a right without the fucking talk. Hey, if you ever if you ever see me dancing, call me a cab. I'm drunk as hell. Send me home. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't dance. I got it. All right. Well, I know we're running out of time and I so appreciate your time. And the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is whether throughout your journey to where you are now, if you have any mottos that you live by. Like mine has come from a place of yes. Doesn't mean be in a good mood. Doesn't mean be positive all the time. It means figure it out, get it done, do what other people won't do. So what's your sort of mantra, like your place of yes mantra? Yeah, mine is don't tell me no. I I don't like to hear no. I don't like to hear that something isn't possible. Everything is possible. You just have to figure out how to make it happen. Well, this was awesome. Like really interesting and really good stuff for people to just meaty, good takeaway for them. And I really appreciate you taking the time. No, it's my pleasure. You're dead on with everything you say. You and I are, are very aligned and very much alike. Absolute pleasure. It's funny that you, your mantra is you don't take no and that my mantra is a place of yes. So we are aligned. I like someone who's opinionated. I like someone who doesn't give a shit what people think. I had never heard of Dana White, and Dana White had never heard of me before I had this podcast. And now I'm talking to someone who took a company that he bought for $2 million and in, I think it was two decades, sold it for $4 billion. So that's a person who didn't graduate from college, who just loved what he did, was passionate about it, saw a void, saw something that he loved so much that he believed everyone else would love. And the truth of the matter is, I remember thinking, how is there not a low-calorie margarita? Like, how has no one ever thought of a skinny margarita before? And it's the highest-calorie drink in the world. I love it. I want to be drinking a margarita seven days a week. And why wouldn't everybody else want to do it if they wouldn't feel guilty about it? And it was just something I just said. I'm going all the way with this. Everyone said it wasn't going to happen. People said I was crazy. It was a man's business, a man's world. And I just went, kept going. And it's exactly what he did. So we don't even know who each, we didn't even know who each other were, but we're having these parallel life paths. He's two years older than I am. And I find it fascinating. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate and review what you think. And please subscribe. I'm so excited to be talking to you. So that's a wrap, folks. Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel, Be Real Productions, and Endeavor Content. Our executive producer is Samantha Allison, and our producer is Caroline Hamilton. Corey Preventure is our consulting producer with the ever-faithful Sarah Katanak as our assistant producer. Our development executive is Nayantara Roy. Just Be is a production of Endeavor Content and Spoke Media. This episode was mixed by Sam Baer. And to catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Beth.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.